Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,926. Buckle up because we're back at the track today. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Grand Junction, Colorado, with a very special guest by the name of Sabra Cook. Sabra, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I think so. I'm yeah. ready to do a burnout. <laughs> there you go. I think it's something you know how to do very, very well. Before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your world of racing, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you? Oh, that they don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I actually, I used to be in honor choir and I did some musicals and plays when I was in uh, middle school and high school. Oh, how fun. So a little different than the racing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's so fun for young people. My son did that in school and did acting. And it was so strange for my wife and I to go and watch him because it was like, who is that guy? You know, <laughs> yeah. we never saw him yeah. in that thing, but I think it does a great thing for your self-esteem, right? I, th- I think it's great because you learn to, you know, get up and speak in front of people. You yeah. learn like how impactful your stage project can be, body language on stage, you know, and that carries over into, you know, anything when you're doing anything with personal relations or giving interviews and uh, anything like that. So I think it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, definitely with the career you've chosen, because uh, getting up in front of people talking, relating to potential sponsors and team members and uh, fans uh, definitely is part of learning process there. So let me give you a proper introduction. And we're going to dive into this very interesting series that I'm learning a lot more about. I just had Isla Ogren as my guest yesterday on Cars Yeah. So we talked about the W series and we're going to get your perspective here in a second. So here we go. Sabra Cook is a driver in the W series. The International Single Seater Motor Racing Championship for Female Drivers. Their first U.S. appearance is coming up this weekend in conjunction with the upcoming Formula One race at CODA, the famous Circuit of America's racetrack, for a doubleheader weekend. She won her first world championship in a tag junior kart at the young age of 13. Just five years later, she became the first female to win the SKUSA Pro Tour National Championship. She's a graduate from the prestigious Colorado School of Mines in Mechanics. Mechanical Engineering, we've got a smarty on our hands today, and won the Infinity Engineering Academy, earning her job in the UK with Infinity and Renault F1. Sabre is focused on achieving her ultimate dream of being an IndyCar driver and one day a lead race engineer at IndyCar or F1. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about the W Series, but first, a word from our sponsors, so give them a little listen, and we'll be right back. Keep the seatbelt cinched tight. Covercraft has the most complete line of custom seat covers available. Choose between the Polycotton Seat Savers, Endura Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, Leatherette Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, and their durable Carhartt Seat Covers. They're all easy to install and remove, and guess what? They're machine washable too. Easy cleanup to make them look brand new. No more worries about the kids spilling on your seats or your pets damaging your expensive upholstery or leather. Covercraft's quality seat covers protect from damaging pet claws, pet fur, hair, mud, moisture, food, drink spills, drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's fine surfaces. Headrest and armrest covers and color options are also available on many of the styles. And I've got a great offer for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H, 
1-800-242-2821 at Covercraft.com. They'll give you 10% off plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping with the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Visit Covercraft.com today. Last year, I changed my collector car coverage to American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collections of automobilia and other collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. They insure a lot of items, including automobilia, wine, baseball cards, books, figurines, die-cast models, model trains, glassware, sports memorabilia, toys, and a whole lot more. American Collectors Insurance, they've been protecting us enthusiasts since 1976. They provide you with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a long history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Rains here at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, we're back. So let's dive a little deeper into the corner, something you're very familiar with. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your past. What led you up to the W Series? Then we're going to talk a little bit about what makes the series so unique. So how did you get into racing? Well, my father used to race motocross and supercross professionally, and he and my mother obviously did not want us racing motorcycles, so we got into karting um, at a young age. Uh, my dad initially found it and then introduced us to it when I was about eight years old. I, I drove my own kart for the first time. I understand that he had his own racetrack, or he built a racetrack for you guys? Uh, yeah, he and my uncle and my, my grandfather and investor are like, oh, we're going to build a go-kart track. It's going to make so much money. Little did they know that the way to make a little money in racing is you start out with a lot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. They, How many times uh, have I heard that? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But I was, I'm, I mean, I'm so happy that I had that environment to, to run around and grow up in. Like, I didn't realize, you know, how lucky I was to, to have that uh, in my hometown. Well, that's pretty cool. And not only are you very skilled behind the wheel, but you're, as I mentioned, a very intelligent young woman. My wife, uh, I met her in college. She was studying mechanical engineering, graduated with a degree in that. To this day, she's way smarter than I am. That's for sure. Mechanical engineering. (laughs) uh, What took you down that path? Um, I just loved math and science since I was a kid. I I just loved school from a young age and especially math. So it was kind of a natural progression for me. Um, I started looking into, you know, what career paths there are that uh, would suit like my interests, my personality and um, had a had a cousin that became an engineer and started looking into it, took a mechanical engineering class in high school. And uh, that was that was pretty much like that was it for me. And I was like, okay, I think this is what I want to do. And uh, I was lucky that we have, you know, the top public engineering school in Colorado. So I was able to go in state and uh, go to a beautiful school. Obviously, in racing, there's a lot of opportunity if you end up not being a driver for engineering, because that's what 
racing is all about, right? So uh, I understand, as I mentioned in your introduction, uh, you're working on some not-so-behind-the-wheel type stuff for Renault F1, right? Uh, I was. I worked for them in 2019, but uh, I moved back to the U.S. at the end of uh, end of 2019. And what did you do there? Um, so, well, for Infinity, I worked in vehicle testing, and then for Renault F1, I worked in suspension composite design. Wow. That is very cool. Is that something way down the road you think you would find yourself maybe doing for IndyCar or F1? Uh, absolutely. I mean, if the opportunities are still out there, I think I, I could see myself taking on that as more of a full-time thing later on because uh, I know I won't be able to race forever. Um, but I still do um, freelance work here in the States under my own LLC and uh, do some do some work with people here. So I do, I do it on the side, but um, yeah, racing is, is the main focus. So let's focus on the W series because this series is rather unique. We mentioned, you know, if you want to have a small fortune, start with a large fortune and go racing. And, <laughs> and that, that seems to be a huge obstacle for many, many people in racing is you've got to typically show up with money, uh, either in the way of sponsors or personal money or family money or whatever it might be. But the W series allows you ladies to circumvent that a bit, right? Yes, completely. <laughs> Yeah, so tell me how the whole series works for for people like yourself and for uh, Isla and all your other race mates. Uh, how this helps you ladies get into racing and be a part of it without the worry of the financial backing? Yeah, so it's it's pretty pretty. I guess it's it's more straightforward. They provide um, a full season, the preseason test, everything, our team kit, our suits, our gloves, Nomex all that and then obviously all the promotion they do with us and with the series and then everything that's involved in running and racing the cars tires fuel everything that you can think of even our travel even our food everything is completely covered wow. by them which is which is pretty amazing because obviously as as racers you know that that's the first thing that we have to overcome in order to get in the car is okay well how am i going to find the funding to do this Exactly. So tell us a little bit about this car because it's tip, it's a Formula 3, is that right? Yes. Yeah, so this car is kind of a smaller version, not quite as fast as an F1 car, but still wicked fast and looks very cool. It does look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so what's it like to drive this car? Yeah, well, to, to drive the car is, I mean, it's, it's pretty great. It's Got the hand cooked tires, you know, you've got the halo, so you feel extra safe. All the new, the new monocoque cars are quite safe. Um, especially after you saw the, I'm sure a lot of you saw the spa crash. Oh gosh. And everyone stepped yeah. away just fine. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's, it gives us confidence as drivers stepping into a vehicle that, that's safe like that. So, um, it, it's, it's great to, to be in any seat and the fact that it's an open wheel car, um, on some of the most amazing F1 tracks is, is pretty special. Now I look at the lineup of, of ladies in this series. You're the only one from the United States, right? Yes, I am the only red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah, well, but I understand from Isla yesterday when she was on the show, you, there's a lot of camaraderie here. Now, I know there's competition when you get on the track, but it seems like a really great group of women that you're getting to be pals with and learn from and be mentored by or mentor others. Uh, seems like a really close group of people. Yeah, we all get along pretty well, and I think it's just for us, it's unique to have those other females that can understand like our positions, what we've been through, um, how we view things. So we really bond over that just, you know, we, because we've never had um, that many women, in, you know, in the same right. room that share that, that same experience. Yeah. So have you raced at Coda before? Have you run that track? I have. I have. Okay. So it's a very cool track. What do you like about it? 
Uh, I mean, I love the yeses. What I love about Coda is that I, I feel like it's one of the hardest technical tracks because, yes, it's high speed, but so many of the corners run into the other. And it's it's not really like, you know, a typical like chicane or S's where you're pretty flat through it or you're breaking all the way through it. Like it's basically just a series of corners very close together. And so it's almost like a rhythm track, like a rhythm section in a in like a motocross race. Oh, okay. And if you start the rhythm section wrong, yeah, you you're, end wrong. you're in trouble. So, yeah, so it, it makes it quite difficult. I think about Sears Point, I used to race vintage cars, and if you didn't enter the last part of that track right, by the time you got to the last part of the of those series of, of flowing corners, you ran out of track, basically. I've never driven that track, but I, I hope to one day. Oh, yeah, it's great fun. Uh, absolutely. Now, you get to play with the big boys, uh, F1. What's it like to be running the same weekend as those guys? Uh, I mean, it's it's great exposure for us for W Series. It's cool to to be around that uh, that buzzing environment. Yeah, no kidding. Do you have a favorite uh, racing driver or team with F one? Um, right now, I mean, I think there's there's a lot of people to admire. Um, I really admire uh, really what Lando Norris is doing right now. I mean, he's yeah, I think he's doing better than anybody expected him to. And I also like how he's he's pretty open about you know, the struggles and the pressures that we go through as drivers. And he doesn't doesn't try to, you know, pretend that, that we are some superhumans or something like that. So I really admire him for what he's doing. Well, and to go through what he did a couple weeks ago, to be poised to take the podium and then, oh, was it the last lap or second to last lap? It's like, oh, no. Yeah, it was like two laps ago. Yeah, the, the infamous rain yeah. comes out and uh, wreaks havoc on everything. Is there a, a female driver from the past, I won't say current, but from the past that you look back on with high favors and great regard for what she did for the sport, for women in particular with racing? I think Janet Guthrie made a pretty big step. Like she had a, so much resistance. No one wanted her there mm-hmm. um, in, in IndyCar. And the fact that she stuck it out and was there, I think that was, you know, a, a massive big first step for women. Um, Lynn St. James has done a lot for women um, in the past. And now I feel like she's one of the ones that's, you know, out there genuinely focused on advocating for women, trying to figure out how to put things together to create opportunities for us. And um, I haven't met Michelle, but I know she's, involved in a lot of a lot of mentoring programs as well Mouton. and mm-hmm. um i guess who else? i mean i i very much i i respect what danica did i don't know it's a bit polarizing obviously on like how she went about things uh, sure. but um yeah. so i do really you know i greatly respect what what she was able to do Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Lynn's been a guest here a couple times. I've become friends with her and she's fantastic in what she's doing for women and particularly young women in the uh, racing industry. Driving world has been fantastic. So a great mentor for sure. Yeah, she she is re- the real deal. Like she, you know, a lot of people talk the talk, but Lynn walks the walk yeah. and then she's out there every day trying to make things happen. Absolutely. You know, speaking of mentors or driving inspirations, is there somebody in your life that was a key mentor that was a great influence on you? Uh, I really, honestly, it was my dad. He he was a great mentor to have. I mean, obviously, he didn't race cars, but um, he had his own racing experience to to advise me off of, and just having him there from the beginning was uh, super critical. He has an extra incredibly strong mental uh, mental game, so having him around to encourage me and coach me was was very helpful. Well, the mental game when it comes to racing that is absolutely key, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Now, if you were going to advise other young women to get into the motor racing sports, how would you advise them? How would you be a mentor? 
Um, I guess like based on, on my experience, I would, um, do things differently. So I would, I would basically give them the advice that I wish I had, um, where, whether it be try to figure out a way to, you know, get a lot of testing. You're like for the, a full year, if possible, before you even do your first race in cars, don't just, <laughs> the problem is, is like, you know, you have to sell, you need to sell sponsorship. You need to sell the, sell the funding in order to get in the seat and it's hard to sell testing. So if you, it's, yeah, it's a kind of a double-edged sword, but right. I, I would, my recommendation would be obviously be there, show up for at the races, any, any sort of event that's involved in motorsports, be there to be able to take advantage of opportunities, test if you can before you do your first race. Um, and then just make sure you really build a good team around you from the beginning to make sure that your progression is as efficient and as effective as possible. Because, you know, it you don't have there's a short window for for athletes especially to make it to the very top and if you don't have a set out plan that's gonna you know extract that best performance from you and in, in every possible way then uh someone someone else is going to capitalize on that you know it's really great advice i've had hundreds of racers on the show and many of them have said that's how they did it they would just go to races they'd show up they'd bring their suit bring their helmet Look for opportunities. Talk to people. Meet people. Goes back to your talks about being eloquent, being well-spoken, learn how to present yourself. So uh, that's really, really great advice for anybody who wants to get out there. So uh, bravo to that. Let's take a short break. We come back. I want to talk about a challenge. It's like racing. There's no challenges in racing, right? <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get right back. <laughs> so keep the seatbelt on tight. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great Tax. That's why I support the nonprofit Tech Force Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. So, Sabra, let's talk about this uh, big challenge, big failure, big obstacle question that I always ask all my guests. And it's really more about what was the lesson learned so you could take that experience forward and turn it into a positive experience. So take us on maybe a little bumpy ride. A bumpy ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's been a few. So Of course, there always um, is in racing. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I guess honestly, I, I could speak to to this season. It's okay. it's been a it's been a pretty bumpy ride for me this season with W Series. I thought I you know I I came in I basically burned myself out before the season got started because I was trying to do anything and everything I could to get the seat time, be prepared, and I almost overdid it. And then uh, unfortunately. Um, had an injury happen in the the very beginning of the season and so been trying to to manage that mm. this whole season is incredibly hard to you know perform at your best when you're physically can't drive the car as fast as you want to because because right. it hurts so right. um i think that is um something that a lot of people don't necessarily always talk about uh, especially with racing drivers or athletes is it's really important to make sure that you take care of yourself and I think like high performing people are you know they're so focused on getting to their goals and maybe we're a little bit off balance with our lives sometimes yeah. and it's so important to encourage you know that recovery time and taking care of yourself and making sure that you know you're you're complete self is 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 ready to take on the challenge ahead of you so um i think that that is a really great lesson that i've learned um this year is is doing that and then speaking up for yourself telling people what you need um don't try to like you know be nice especially for girls i'm really speaking to you right now yeah. don't try to like be nice and gentle because you don't want to make a fuss for anyone else like what you need is just as important as anyone else and if you need something to be successful don't be afraid to ask for it Wow. Great, you know, great advice there. And I guess there's an analogy here to what you said about pacing yourself. It's a lot like an endurance race. Uh, in life and whatever you're doing, you can't go out there full bore right off because you might hurt yourself. And especially from a physical standpoint, exercise or if it's an accident or just mentally overdoing it and then not being able to pace yourself throughout the season and take care of yourself, your mental attributes, your physical attributes, all of that. Yeah, it's easy to do too much too soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a balance is, is hard, but it, it's so important for, um, for, you know, or your ultimate performance. Think like an endurance racer. There you go. <laughs> do it. Let's look at your bucket list. If you look at yourself and your career in the next few years, what would you like to accomplish? Uh, as far as <laughs> uh, just career goals, um, I mean, goal is to, to make it to IndyCar. Yeah. Um, I, that's been a dream of mine for many, many years. Um, so I, I really would love to, to continue to pursue that and achieve that. Um, I obviously, every racer wants to be able to do some of the big, the big races like Le Mans, uh, 24 hours of Daytona. Mm. Um, I, I'm actually going to get to do some 24 hour races this next year really? too. So I'm very excited for that. Whoa, but, um, being able to just do those iconic challenging races, um, would probably be on, on my bucket list. Ah, oh, very cool. What endurance races are you going to be doing? Uh, I'll be doing the 24 hours of Abu Dhabi, 24 hours of Dubai, and 24 hours of Nürburgring. And possibly there's maybe a new one introduced, uh, 24 hours of Sebring. All right. Well, congratulations. Uh, that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. You're no kidding. Let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Now, this could be a race car or it could be a street car. Which vehicle stands out for you? And share a little story about that ride. Oh, that I personally own? Well, it could be a car you owned or it could be a car you raced. Something that really stands out for you Ooh. in your past. Yeah, most people, you know, a lot of times people talk about their first car because it's the first moment they had freedom. Yeah. But for racers, sometimes it's the first time they got into something special that they went, wow, I'm here. This is cool. I guess the moments that I can think of when I get in something and I just get out and I'm like, wow, this is cool. I would say the first time I drove Spa 
in no. going through flat through Eau Rouge. That's pretty special. <laughs> no um, the first time I drove uh, the 991 Cup car, that was pretty special um, at VIR. That was that was pretty amazing. And then I got to drive. I actually got to drive. I'd never raced it. But I did get to drive in a Formula Atlantic Ooh. for one session at VIR. Like this was maybe three years, three years ago or something. Wow. And it's the only tunnel car that I've ever gotten to drive. And it was magical. Yeah. Cause the downforce. Yeah. Just the way that it, it creates the downforce is just it, like, it kind of blows your mind a little bit. Yeah. It, it's, I've heard from other drivers. It's the intuitiveness you have to do things differently. Kind of like an indie car going around the corners, don't lift, right? I mean, all your body is saying back off and you can't, you shouldn't, <laughs> or you'll end up in trouble. Yeah. Is it kind of like yeah, it's that? Yeah, definitely interesting. Um, I guess for the first time when you jump into an aero car and you're not used to having the wings and basically it is completely counterintuitive, just like you said, is because the faster you go, the more grip you have, but right. yet you're like, no, there's no way I can go faster. I'm going to drive it off the track. Right. But it's like, it, it's, I guess you got to just make that leap of faith and, uh, trust that it's, it's going to stick. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Trust it's going to stick. Yikes. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm going to be your car psychologist here. If you were manifest as a vehicle, Sabra, what would you be? But more importantly, why? Um, wow. I don't, that's a, that's a tough question. <laughs> I mean, right off the top of my head, I just want to say the McLaren Sabra because, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> sorry, he has the name. <laughs> yeah. I like, um, I like that. It has, yeah. And it has crazy amounts of horsepower. Is it extremely fast. Like, yeah. It's a bit ridiculous for the road, but whatever, wow. that's fine. Um, yeah. Um, but otherwise, I guess like in some ways, oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. It's, to me, this question is more about your personality wrapped into a car. You know, I've had people answer this question in a variety of ways. It's not what you want to be. It's really the lady in the mirror. <laughs> it's just what you are. Yeah, who you are. Because, um, you know, we all want to be a sexy Ferrari or something like that, but most of us are not. I'm not speaking for you. I'm speaking for me. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I like the idea of the McLaren, that version of the McLaren, which matches your name, of course, Abra. But when you think of your personality and who you are is there something just kind of off your mind that comes to your mind of the kind of car you would be parked in a garage somewhere or you could be a race car because um, you're a racer you can get away with that i mean i i would i would like to be a race car but i i also think that well i have this dual personality right with the engineering and then right. the race car so i guess if i had to, maybe i would say an i8 because I feel like it, it's got, you know, it's newer technology. It's trying ah. to be better for the environment. It's got the, it's got the engineering tweak side of it. Right. And yeah. then, but it's also, I feel like it's an incredibly stable platform uh -huh. for what it is and it gets good gas mileage and it's, you know, it's pretty stable, consistent car. So yeah. I feel like I'm like a stable, consistent person. So maybe, okay. maybe something like that, but obviously everyone wants to choose, you know, uh, Mercedes F1 car. You know, that's a good choice for you, I th I believe. Uh, I've never been able to drive one of those, but I they look very cool. Have you been able to drive one? I, I actually just to drive one for the first time around the Nürburgring uh, oh. maybe a month ago. Oh, no way. Seri oh, 
Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. No kidding. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've only driven the Durbar Ring a few times and it's been in rental cars. So nothing quite like an I-8. An, an <laughs> and like you're in like a street rental car. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just, it used to be. You the, didn't you, get fined for that? Well, this was a while ago. Let's just put it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I did get. Yeah, to, they fine you now. Yeah, I, I did get to drive a Porsche on the track once too, but 911. But but yeah, it was a, one of them was a, Alfa Romeo, forget the model, but it was a sedan. The other one was a E300 Mercedes, which is a pretty fun car, but you know, it's a heavy car. It was full of luggage. Yeah. We were on our way to the airport. And by the time we got off the track, we did so many laps literally there was no brakes and I don't know how we got to Frankfurt. And when I got to Frankfurt pulled in and I told the guy, I said, don't rent this to anybody without checking it. Cause the brakes don't work. Don't yeah. And he goes, <laughs> the brakes don't work. How long have they not been working? I said, Oh, they just kind of stopped working today. I'm not sure why. Sorry. got to catch my plane. See you. Bye. Uh, so, I'm not sure why. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, this was before they started uh, restricting. Probably I was when I, I'll admit I was probably one of the reasons they did that, but uh, oh well, it was fun. That's for sure. That's uh, okay. You, you seized your moment. I did. You have to do that once in a while, right? You have to take a corner when there's yes. an opening, like Senna said. You got to take it, or you're not a race car driver. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I. You know. I know that you like to give back, and I always ask guests about how they like to give back. I know that you like to inspire women to, as as you say, boldly step forward in the world of motorsports and STEM. Is that an important thing for you? Yeah, I, I think so because I I've come to realize how fortunate I was to have encouragement and in, in pretty much anything I wanted to pursue, but so many girls do not. Mm. And so many girls do not even think that it's an actual feasible path for them. And so that, for me, just really opened my eyes. And I was like, wow, like these people don't even know what's out there. So I just, I think that's a big thing for me to, to push that and, uh, and dogs too. And dogs. <laughs> dogs. <laughs> and dogs. Do, do you have a dog? Uh, we have a family dog, yes. Okay. What kind of dog is it? Uh, he's a chocolate Labrador. Oh, I love Labs. They're great. Yeah, they're awesome. He, yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah, they're super. The first few years is a bit challenging, but uh, they are they become yes. wonderful dogs. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Aren't yeah, it? After like three, I think it gets a little easier. But. It's kind of like kids. Yeah, kind of like kids. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you've learned a lot from or really enjoyed you'd like to share? I mean, my favorite book is probably still The Art of Racing in the Rain. Yeah. Sorry, the movie was still not as good as a book. No. But um, other, like, self-help books. Um, yeah. Let's see, a recent one that I read um, that I really liked. I would say, well, there's a book. I liked it. It's pretty popular, actually, but huh? it's like The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like okay. that one quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and, um, this isn't so much a book, but actually like a lot of Tony Robbins podcasts and courses, I really would recommend those to people. Um, cause I think they've helped me a lot and I think they can help others too. Yeah. Tony Robbins is amazing. Uh, he was actually a client of mine decades ago when I was working in the advertising really? world. Yeah. I met him on a beach. I was coming out of the ocean. I grew up in Southern California and I used to go surfing in the mornings before I'd go to work and he was running down the beach. And if you've never met him in person, he's giant. 
And his head yeah, is he's a big guy. His head is too big for his body, and that has to do with a thyroid problem he had when he was a teenager. He grew like super fast in a short amount of time, and it, his head, he just doesn't look real. He, that's probably part of why his persona <laughs> is bigger than life. And uh, ended up landing yeah. him as a client. We did marketing for him. Got to do the Tony Robbins Firewalk at his castle when he was living in Del Mar. There, oh, wow. he, he now lives in a mansion in Florida. But amazing what that guy's done with his life and how much he's given back over time. And he's just. He never runs out of energy, it seems like. I don't know how that guy. I know. I'm like, can you give me some of that? <laughs> I know. It's incredible. He's just go, 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 go. And uh, this past summer, I did a, a week long. He was doing an online seminar, and it was two to three hours a day for five days in a row. Yeah, I think. Was that last year that you did it? Uh, this year I did it. It was this year. This oh, this past, year. Yeah. I did one last year. He's been doing tons of free ones. Yeah, yeah. It really was, was uh, really great. And uh Learned a lot from him, for sure. Um, interesting guy to be around, too. Just, uh, yeah, he's a, a go-getter. Great books. Thanks for recommending those. Before I let you go, I'm going to take you on the ultimate drive, which means I have the magic ability to provide you with any vehicle, anyone to go with, living or deceased, and you can be driving it anywhere. Now, this could be a race car and a track, or it could be a great drive somewhere. It uh, doesn't matter. What does the ultimate drive look like for Sabra? Ooh, can I pick... Porsche 917. Of course. With God? Of course. With, wait, did you just say with God? (laughs) Yeah, is that allowed? Uh, Well, of course. Wow. Well, I tell you, (laughs) if I was driving a Porsche 917 at speed, I would probably be saying, oh my God. Um, Because, uh, yeah. Now, that is a very interesting answer. So you got to expand on this a little bit. Uh. Well, I guess I have a lot of questions. Oh, okay. And if he shows up or not, then that, yeah. then that kind of proves one of my questions. Okay. So I guess that's why I would pick God. Um, and then for the car. Yeah, um, well, of course, 917. Who well, wouldn't want Well, I mean, it <laughs> doesn't need explaining. It's right. pretty amazing. I guess like once I, when I, once I started, like, started getting into, you know, the world of car racing and, and learning about all these iconic brands and cars and stuff, um, I actually, one of my sponsors and, and lifelong friends he is um very passionate about porsches and he Mm -hmm. introduced me to the porsche brand but i remember when i was very first learning about car racing and i went to there was like the museum oh what track was it at watkins Glen, i think okay and they have some play and stuff about the 917 porsche and so once i just like learned about it i just thought it was just pretty impressive for its time and so i uh yeah i just kind of really admired that car scent Oh, uh, yeah, just a little bit. You know, one of your now Carja alumni is Vic Elfert, quick Vic, famous racer who drove every Porsche 917 model there was to drive. So I have to ask you, yeah, if you're in that 917 with God, wow, that's a unique <laughs> answer. What track are you going to be on? Oh, track. Ooh, I feel like I want to do something that I haven't done before. Okay. But definitely. I can't think. Hmm. How about Lamar? Oh, duh. Yeah, why not? But <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it, there's, there's, but I feel like Spa is a more fun track to drive well, than Le Mans. Yeah, uh, definitely. Wow. Well, maybe I would choose. That's a tough, that's a tough question. Yeah. Let's yeah. say Spa. We'll say Spa. Okay. I think that would be pretty darn cool. Wow. Well, that's got to win the award for one of the most, most unique answers I've heard for that one. <laughs> and I've heard, <laughs> I've heard a lot of unique answers for that one for sure. Oh, I love it. Very cool. Well, you've taken us on an awesome ride today, Sabra. Really appreciate you taking time. I wish you the best success this upcoming race. You're going to have so much fun. Remember to have fun, by the way. I always tell my racing guests. I know. Here, remember <laughs> to have fun. I know it's hard. It's a, it's a serious thing. 
and a serious uh, weekend for you, but uh, remember to have fun. Before I let you go, could you share maybe uh, parting words of wisdom with our listeners, maybe a success quote or a mantra? Yeah, I guess for me, um, the biggest thing is that, you know, you got to focus on the process and you get to choose every moment on how you perceive things. You get to choose your happiness. Nicely said. How can people follow along with you in the W Series? Uh, for me, you can follow me on pretty much all the social media platforms um, under my name, Sabra Cook, um, or Facebook, Sabra Cook Racing. And uh, you can follow W Series under the same as W Series or W Series Racing on all of the platforms as well. Well, definitely, listeners, uh, you got to check out this group of ladies because they are having fun, running fast. And if you missed my talk yesterday with Isla, uh, a co-racer with uh, Sabra, you can go back and find that on the Cars yeah website. You can find everything on the Cars yeah website. And I want to do a quick shout out to Barbara Burns from the Burns Group PR for introducing me to uh Isla yesterday and Sabra today. She has brought some great guests to the show here. So I wish you the best success, safe racing, have fun, uh, get out there and uh, put on a great show, which I'm sure you're going to do. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope you guys check out the W Series and hopefully watch our race coming up. Absolutely. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you at the races. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!